thanks to listen. No. <laughs> okay, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so giddy. Okay. Welcome to Cloflop, the pro gamer podcast. Hi, I'm Alex. I platted Stardew Valley. And I'm Trish, and I main Kirby in Super Smash Bros. On today's episode, what's up with trophies anyway? All right, welcome. Welcome. Back. Welcome. welcome. Back. Uh, super excited to have you here today for a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, something that I'm I'm very excited about, and Trish, I'm, I'm assuming, as usual, uh, probably have don't have a lot of thoughts, theories. <laughs> uh, I, I don't we're going to be doing a bit of a role reversal here, and I'm going to be learning today, and I'm very intrigued by this topic. I'm looking forward to learning about what this even means, what's the dealio, how do you get it wrong, how do you get it right, why is it important, and Alex is going to guide us through this today. Um, do you have any, you know, final or first words that you would like to say? Uh, well, you know, I mean, since we're doing the role reversal today, uh, the first words would be on you. We we got to start with with the Trish summation. You what what is, what does this mean to you? That so I I guess I can flesh it out a little bit. I, I can I can be kind. Uh, we're talking about the concept of trophies or achievements that are worked into games by the developers for whatever platform this happens to be. So for like the PlayStation Network, they're just called trophies. Um, on Xbox, they are known as achievements. You have your achievement score. Uh, I think even like Nintendo has Nintendo ePoints or something like that. Uh, so w whatever system you game on, there's some kind of achievement tracker. And we're going to be talking about achievements in video games. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Uh, yeah. What do you think the deal is with with trophies or achievements? Well, Trish? my assumption is that it's some sort of marker for success or it's kind of a prize of sorts as you're doing well in your game. And it's maybe a marker or a tracker for how well you are doing. And maybe there is some sort of extra incentive whilst receiving trophies or thereafter. It's something likely to look forward to, maybe a benchmark, or maybe it is a final achievement. Um, it sounds as though it might vary amongst the various video games and the different systems. And so I guess I'm looking forward to learning more about how that varies and what it all means. Yeah, yeah, that was that was well done. That was well done. It sounded very, very profound. did it. <laughs> Luckily, trophies yeah. is a word that's in language besides, you know, just video games. So I was that kind of true. thinking in any game, what does it typically mean? And that's likely it. Right. Yeah. Well, you touched on some great things uh, in there that we can definitely flesh out as we look at why trophies or achievements are important to to the gamer community that you know that we are a yes. part of that I'm a part of. <laughs> yes. So Alex, why don't you tell us from someone in the gamers community why is this so important? Why should our audience know about this? What's the dealio with trophies? Excellent question, Trish. Uh, trophies are important because, as you mentioned, it, it does give us something to look forward to, and I like the word benchmark, and I like that you also mentioned it as, as an end goal kind of thing. Uh, because depending on the system that you look at, um, your achievement progress can function as, as both of those things, okay? Uh, I tend to be more of a PlayStation gamer. I, I do not have an Xbox yet, uh, but... I much prefer how they handle things on on the PlayStation system. Okay, when we look at games for the PlayStation, okay, uh, and when we when we look at them for for any system, either PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo, the the big three there, um, the achievements that go along with the games are pretty much standard fare at this point, and have been standard for many many years. Like you you put a game out there, and you come up with some kind of list of achievements or or trophies to hit. Uh, on the PlayStation side of things, those trophies are divided up uh, by different 
different rarities, I suppose. So in any given game, you will have a collection of bronze trophies that are for easier mm. achievements. Uh, you have a collection of silver trophies for middle-of-the-road achievements, and then gold trophies for more rare accomplishments, things that might be a little harder or maybe particularly, like, milestone-type mm. things, like you finished the game or you beat the game on a certain difficulty or you did something spectacular. And then you have the, the coveted platinum mm. trophy. And the platinum trophy you receive for obtaining all the other trophies. So you get all the bronze trophies, all the silver trophies, all the gold trophies for a game, and then you get the platinum trophy um, as as your, your reward. So you could look at the platinum trophy as the, as the c completion mm. of a game type thing. Like, I, I have this, and that means that I've done everything there is to see in this version gotcha. of the game. Gotcha. Um, Yes, which I, I quite enjoy. I, I think it's nice because it, it's it's an easy way to differentiate different levels of challenge, but also gives me a certain sense of accomplishment. So when I when I talk to other gamers in the PlayStation community, I can say, oh yeah, so I have 82 Platinum Trophies. And that means like I have played 82 games that I have done like everything there is to do. I've accomplished all the challenges. I've, I've done all these things. And like, you know, that, that means something in certain circles. Mm. Um, with Xbox, they don't have as much of a differentiation between the different levels. It's all, it's all gamer score. So achievements just have a certain number of points associated with them. And then you can rack up, I, I think a thousand points per game. Mm. So you get a thousand points in, in total. I think at least that's how it used to be, uh, for a game. And so you could just have like a number. I have a number of points. Like I have 80,000 gamer score. I don't like that as much because that doesn't necessarily mean that you've ever actually completed a game. It could just mean that like you've gotten 500 score mm. in 160 different games or like you've done really easy things in a lot of different games and not necessarily finished anything. So it's harder to keep track of that completion, right. I suppose. And then as far as Nintendo goes, I'll be honest, I have very, I, their, their system confuses me. Every once in a while I get little dings when I, when I do game on the Switch. Um, and sometimes you can use them to like purchase fun things within the game. Like they have uh, their own separate e-store that you can use your Nintendo points mm. to maybe buy a, a funny hat or a new outfit in, in a game or something like that. Uh, from from what I understand, gotcha. But I'll I'll admit to not being the expert in in that particular okay. area. Okay. So, so just to sum up, you're mostly speaking from a PlayStation experience. Trophies are in PlayStation mostly, world. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, mostly from the PlayStation experience. That's where my area of expertise is. But what's interesting is uh, between the two systems, Xbox and PlayStation, I, I can't really speak for Switch because I I haven't played games back and forth on on that. Um, but the achievements on Xbox and the trophies on PlayStation are for the same thing. So like if I go to an achievement list for a particular game in Xbox and I look at all the different achievements and then I go to the same game on PlayStation and look at the trophies, it will be the same achievement list. It's just one's going to give me trophies. One is going to give me a number score. Okay. So, uh, gotcha. Yeah, they, they just, they handle them in, in different ways. Uh, and we're we're talking about it today because I, I think that there's I think that there are some important things to discuss, things that I've noticed both in my own experience, but in my experience talking about other people. And I'm curious to get your health coach perspective, mm. I think, eventually, on the concept of trophies and how it might play into maybe a, a certain kind of uh, addiction or maybe even unhealthy relationship. Okay. But we're going to talk about that a little bit more later when we look at how people get it. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So why are trophies important? First of all, the achievement aspect. It's nice to have something to show for the games that you play. You know, whether that is a number score or a, a trophy number, you have the achievement of knowing like, hey, you know, I did this thing. Of course, not all achievements are the same. Some of them are going to be very easy. Like, hey, you started playing the game, or you died for the first time, or you completed a level. Right? Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> like you get, you actually <laughs> get a point for dying the first time. I'd probably, you, I could get a lot of points are, that way, I think. Indeed, indeed. Uh, there are some games that we we call Souls likes, Souls like games, and they are named after the game that kind of made them popular, Demons Souls. 
games that are very difficult and the whole idea is that you will die repeatedly. They are meant to be very challenging, very difficult, and dying and then trying to get farther than you did the last time is all part of the whole mm. concept. And typically those kinds of games will give you a consolation trophy or consolation points for dying the first time because that's the whole point mm. of the game and you're going to die eventually. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah. 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 Um, I also think that trophies are important because they they allow for a type of self-competition. Okay? So this idea of not needing to compete against somebody else, but for people like myself who don't enjoy maybe talking to other people a whole <laughs> lot, uh, or at least not competing with other people. I enjoy talking to other people. I like to think of myself as a social person, mm -hmm. but I don't always like to compete online against other mm -hmm. people. Sometimes I just like being able to compete against myself and holding myself to a certain standard and saying mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, I enjoyed this game. I want to go for the platinum trophy. I want to see everything there is to see in this game because I think the game deserves it or because this is something that I think that I can do because I want to maybe prove something to myself. I want to see if I can beat this challenge. Yeah. Um, so there, there's that element. And like you mentioned, it gives you a goal to work towards. It's it, there's There are many different benchmarks typically in uh, completing all of the achievements or getting all of the trophies for a particular game. So, you know, beating it the first time, beating it with at a higher difficulty or beating it with a certain challenge. Some games might uh, give you a trophy for beating it without using a particular weapon or ability mm. or... Uh, maybe beating it without dying a certain number of times. I actually just finished a game today where there was a trophy for beating the game, dying less than 40 times throughout the whole, hmm. whole game. So there are a lot of different things that you can award challenges or award points or trophies for, but they give you something to work yeah. for, something to shoot towards and say like, all right, you know, I've completed this trophy list and I've done everything that I can do in this game. Yeah. Uh, and for some people... Trophies or achievements are important because they, they give you a, a kind of focus. There's a friend that I game with, and I'll admit to actually kind of experiencing this as well. I'm very, very flighty sometimes when it comes to games. I find it difficult to concentrate. I, I like to jump around, and I'll maybe attribute that a little bit to my ADHD. Uh, but knowing that like there is a list out there that tracks my progress for a game says, all right, you know what? I'm going to try and not move on and start another game on top of the four or five that I'm playing right now until I get the final trophy for this. Mm -hmm. You know, So I, I, it helps me say, like, all right, I need to limit myself. I need to focus on X number of things, and then I can continue instead of just, like, starting a game and then dropping it and then starting another game and then dropping yeah. it and never actually finishing anything. Um, so there's there's that element yeah. as well. Wow. Yeah. Well, I am very impressed, Alex, from my co-host point of view. What I'm getting mm -hmm. at, or what I'm getting from what you're saying as to why trophies are important, is that they can be a marker for um, kind of self-preservation and organization when it comes mm -hmm. to video gaming. And they can help mm -hmm. build maybe self-esteem and even resilience and perseverance because you're kind of mm -hmm. continually working towards this tangible thing. And right. maybe it requires you to be a bit introspective, personally reflect a little bit and take responsibility for specific tasks. And that could maybe help build a sense of pride or even just excitement um, rather than maybe just mindless gaming for the point of gaming. But instead of, you know, intentionally gaming for the point of trophies. Right. <laughs> Precise. That is a very good submission. Okay. And I, I like a lot of the official terms that you use there to make it make it sound better, <laughs> I guess. I don't You're know. You're welcome. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Gaming is an interesting thing to talk about because it's it's becoming more and more popular as technology advances, exactly. but still seems like in certain circles it's looked down on as a hobby. Mm. Like even I'll, even with discussions in my own family, like oh, you know, like how much money did you spend on video games this year? Mm. And I feel guilty sharing that number when I know that certain members of my family have spent more money on, say, exercise equipment or buying another bike to practice for triathlons or even spending money on 
memberships to gyms or entry fees for those types of things. And yet that's looked at as like, oh, well, this is a cool thing, you know, but then gaming isn't when both accomplish similar things. You get a sense of pride. It gives you something to invest your time in and even meet new people. Mm -hmm. There was some, I just realized like, there are entire communities yeah. devoted to achievement hunting, trophy hunting, and people helping each other out to work towards these trophies mm -hmm. and, and hunt towards them together. So you know that maybe you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's it's neat. I, I, I think that you summed it up very well. You not only captured the essence of the segment, but also got me thinking about more Ooh, things as well. Well, so, I'm very glad to hear job. that. And it's got me thinking about a couple of things. I really like that you kind of use that example of comparing it to exercise, because I think some of the benefits are personal achievement for exercise and video mm -hmm. gaming. There's a sense of community and you kind of live in this circle. Um, in, in both of those communities, but also like, like anything, like we say on this health and wellness podcast all the time, there's always a dichotomy to everything. So there are ways that people can get it wrong and go down an unhealthy path. And I think a lot mm -hmm. of times people, mm -hmm. and I know that I'm guilty of this, focusing on maybe the potential unhealthy aspects, like you said, we might touch on addiction when it comes to video games, um, and not looking at all the potential benefits. So I'm glad that we're going to hear some of the benefits today, as well as maybe the ways that people get it wrong how you can get it right. Um, and just like to kind of bring it back to that example, people can get addicted to exercise and it can be unhealthy. There could be unhealthy competition and there could be ways that people go too far with that. So actually, even though they seem different, mm -hmm. it actually is a really <laughs> decent comparison. So I like that you yeah. brought that up. Thank you. I, I like to think so. And I mean, I, I will... I will call out my mother. She She's the person that I often felt like I had to um, rationalize or validate myself towards. But I think in, in later years, as I've become an adult and by becoming adult, my opinion suddenly has weight now. We've had some good discussions on on our, our differences and, and the things that we both enjoy. And uh, I even recently got my mother to try some video games nice. uh, when she visited me a, a few weeks uh -huh. ago, which I thought was interesting. Uh, in particular, a video game that combines both worlds of video gaming and exercise. And she saw the difference between like what she was able to handle in in this game versus what I had been working towards and practicing towards mm. um, for, 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 I guess, for the benefit of, of you and the listeners. This is a game called Beat Saber. Mm. And uh, it is a virtual reality game where you put on a headset and you see blocks flying towards you. And you have to swing your arms and cut these blocks in half using what are essentially lightsabers. As you hold these controllers in your hand, what look like lightsabers, to the beat of music. And there are different levels for each song. Mm. And on the higher levels, it gets very fast. It is quite a workout. I, I get to the end of these things and I'm like heavy mm. breathing, sweating, and like feel like I've done a workout. And so it was nice to show that to my mother and say like, hey, listen, even though it seems like it's just video gaming, there are definitely fitness right. applications to to some of these and i hope that like seeing you know how you did not that like i'm trying to make my mother feel bad by saying i'm better at video games than you but like looking you know just watching all the exercise that goes into like a three minute song and trying to keep up it's like okay maybe there's more here yeah. than, I, than I first thought. I think that's kind of a, a good point. There's so many different kinds of video games and like sometimes I'm even mm. guilty of getting caught up in like they're all fighting games like Call of Duty or they're all intense right. strategy games like well no it's League of Legends strategy. What's Age of Empires that Christian gets me to try and Age play of Empires, and it's so yes. strategy and I'll, I'll talk to him. I'm like, I'm like, the concept of that is great, but that's not a video game for a long period of time that with my brain can sit with. And so it's like mm -hmm. kind of knowing that like then there are fitness based ones or more movement music based right. ones. There's there's such a variety, um, which yeah. and it's kind of like, again, like with anything, like any healthy habit or any hobby or exercise routine, you got to kind of find what works for you. Indeed. So I'm, I'm curious, Alex. With all this being said, can you tell us a little bit about how people get this wrong, how people get, um, you know, working towards trophies or focusing on that? How do people get it wrong? We So as we look at how people get it wrong and eventually how people get it right, we're going to split both of those topics down a little further into the developer side of things and the gamer mm. side of things. Okay? So we're going to look at the developers, the, the, the people who make the games and 
the trophies or achievements versus the people who play the games. Okay? And uh, yeah, we will talk about how people get it wrong. And I would like to start with, with the developer okay. side of things. Um, so there are games out there that utilize trophies as a way to force people into certain things. Okay? I guess maybe before I, we talk about how people get it wrong, I'd like to paint my idea of what I think a perfect trophy list is. Or a perfect achievement list. A perfect trophy or achievement list is one that encourages players to see to see everything that there is to see within the game and doesn't push them to do one thing or the other, but it encourages them to see everything that there is to see in the game and then from there allows them to, you know, do what they enjoy. Okay. Uh, now, according to that very subjective, admittedly, standard, um, I think that developers can often get it wrong by using trophies as a way to force people into certain mm. modes. So you'll get these games that come out, like your Call of Duty games, for instance, that started out many, many years ago as really well-crafted single-player experiences. You sit down, you are put into a certain time in history, a certain conflict, you learn about the conflict, you maybe learn about the struggles of the conflict, and you play through the game by yourself. And nowadays are just excuses to tack on a multiplayer mode, playing mm -hmm. with and against other people, and... In, in many cases, using that multiplayer mode as a way to generate additional money. So you play the game and, you know, have to spend money for cosmetics, things that don't affect the game, but maybe style your character or your weapons in a particular way. Or you are buying bonuses within the game to help you progress faster. So you have to uh, reach a certain level and you can buy a boost that makes it so you gain more experience as you play. You gain experience faster. Um, so there are some games that will emphasize certain modes more than others. Like you have to get, you don't, you have to get all the way to the end of this particular multiplayer mode. And I know that there are some people who might not think that that's a bad thing because maybe they enjoy those multiplayer modes. I go to video games as a person who really enjoys a single player experience. Mm. I want to be told a story. I want to experience something. Maybe you want to feel some emotions or, or meet new characters and when I sit down to play a game and I get through the game and then I look at the trophy list and see that there are five or six or seven or eight trophies that say, like, I have to play the multiplayer mode. I have to play against other people. And not just that, but reach the highest level in that mode or do all these things that involve very, very particular events in this multiplayer mode. That turns me mm. off from a game. Because I'll try it. I'm willing to try your multiplayer. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to play with other people. But if I don't like it, then I don't want to be forced to yeah. sit there and play that. And I I'm sure that I'll try and like maybe, uh, well, what's the word that I'm looking for? Preemptively deal with some criticism. Like, well, you you're not technically forced to sit there and play. You could always stop playing the game. But to somebody who enjoys completing these games, who looks at it as a looks at trophies or achievements as a way to focus and and finish games, it feels like an obligation. Yeah. Like, man, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna be playing this for 10, 15, 20 hours, and I'm not going to enjoy it, but because it helps me focus, because I want the satisfaction of getting doing everything that there is to do, of getting that platinum trophy or that final score. I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna do it. So I don't I don't like that mm. aspect of it. I think that maybe developers can get it wrong in, yeah. in that area. I mean, because it sounds like if, if it's something that's going to force you one way without having like the creativity to do something you enjoy more, um, or even mm. maybe mm -hmm. potentially forcing a little bit more competition, maybe um in those right. multiplayer um modes, you know, and I and I get that. Like you you invest money in a game, you want it to, you want to play it you want to complete it you want to finish it you want to feel accomplished and then to kind of be forced one way I can see how that could be frustrating and it's almost like mm. if it doesn't give you the leeway then I can see how that would be a little bit of a uh, a way that they get it wrong mm. yeah. mm -hmm. definitely uh you actually you kind of bring up something else as well overly restrictive trophies some sometimes these these can be fun sometimes but I think they have to be done in a in a in the right way, and 
I don't know that developers mm. always understand that, but a trophy that maybe restricts you from playing the game a certain way. So like you are presented with this game with all these fantastical powers. And then one of the trophies is to beat the game without using any of those powers. And then it's like, okay, well, I either have to play the game twice to play through it with the powers and enjoy it and then play against it for the challenge. Or I play it through one time to save time and then I don't get to actually experience yeah. everything that there is <laughs> to experience. So like in that, it you know, I feel like that kind of fits into that of trying to force you to do it a certain way instead of using the trophies to encourage players to experience and see experience everything that there is it, to yeah. see in the game, which as a developer, as somebody who's worked hard on this game, I feel like you'd want them to be encouraged to do that yeah. and not stay away from I was it. I was going to uh, say, like, you wonder what their intention is. Is it that they want, like, people to play it more than once? Uh, you know, but what, but what right. benefit do they really get out of that? You've already purchased the game once. Like, it does make you think about mm-hmm. their intentions behind that. Um so that's yes. an interesting point. Like, what is their intention uh, for you as the gamer? Hmm. Hmm. And speaking of intention, that ties into some other ways that they can get it wrong. Um, trophies that are difficult for the sake of being difficult, mm. or trophies that are too heavily reliant on something that we in the gamer community call RNG, which stands for random number generator, mm. something that is reliant on chance, like you have to get a certain item and that certain item only drops 0.2% of the time. So you have to spend hours fighting the same monsters, hmm. hoping for that thing to drop, or you have to wait for this particular event that only happens some of the time. Um, so, you know, you wonder what the intent is behind those yeah. particular things. Like, do they just want to make it difficult? Is there a particular image maybe for this studio hmm. and they feel like it has to be hard or it has to, to be, follow this particular thing um but you know, again as 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 a gamer who has his own again admittedly subjective opinion um like what is what is that measure yeah. what is what is a trophy that's based on chance measure your ability to sit there and deal with it like it i i, I see some trophies as or some achievements as maybe tests of stamina more than skill, which I suppose to some people can still be a challenge. Like I'm being tested on my ability to sit here and mindlessly <laughs> do the same thing for hours until I get this. I don't know. Right. And I mean, I've I've been there. I've I've done that, and it's nice to have at least the trophy to look forward to at the end of it. But did I necessarily have fun doing it? Not at all. Would I have rather have not done it? Probably. So ultimately. You know what? What was what was the right. point of it? I guess right. And who wants to be uh, left kind of in a feeling of like regret or like, well, why did that happen? <laughs> what was right. the point of that? Yeah, and and that kind of segues into the the final way that developers can get it wrong, and will transition us into how players can get it wrong, and that's trophies for the sake of having trophies. Mm. Okay? So we've talked about how some people see these trophies as achievements, something to work for, something to focus on, or something to be proud of that gives them a sense of satisfaction. There are games that exist where you can get ev- all of the trophies, all all of the achievements in maybe an hour of minimal work. And they are specific, they're, they're called gimme plats or gimme games where the whole object is to get a number of points a number of score, a number of trophies in a very short amount of time. And as as a player who takes pride in obtaining these trophies and getting these achievements, it feels very cheap. Mm. You know, putting that option out there so that people can say like, oh, well, you know, you have 80 of those. Well, I, I have I have 100 or 200 of them, but there are all these games that, you know, you can beat in an afternoon and don't actually matter. And it's like, okay, well, now I feel like my my sense of achievement feels cheapened because mm. somebody else has more of them and they put less work into it. Or are other people going to look at my number and say like, oh, well, you only have 81. It's so easy mm. to get these things. And so it, it feels like it can make it less valuable yeah. because they're handing them out there. They want, they, you know, they know that it's going to have people play the game. They know that there are people out there who will play games specifically so, so they can get those trophies yeah. quickly and, you know, they don't care. That's it. It's like them. that sense of like instant gratification. Like if you can do this really quickly right. and it's like going to increase your number of trophies. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was curious if like some of those things, if your opinion as a gamer, some of those things mm-hmm. can kind of be, hmm, what I'm going to say, like 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like put out there like, oh, I, I have this many, many trophies. Almost like I'm thinking of going back to the gym example. I can lift this mm. much or I weigh this much. And like right. that doesn't, that's not necessarily an indicator that you're a better weightlifter or you're a, a healthier person if you're, you know, at a different uh, weight because BMI is totally different and that's not a great indicator of health. Mm-hmm. Like, are there things like that in mm-hmm. the gaming world that you're like, you can tout around numbers all you want, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're more skilled? Right. Okay. Precisely. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's that's exactly yeah. exactly the okay. point there. Um, and I know that I said that that was the last one, but I realized <laughs> one I skipped over one that I did kind of want to talk about. Um, and that is developers putting in trophies that feel out of place with the rest of the game. Okay. And the example that I chose for this one uh, harkens back to my my intro today. Um, I said that I had the platinum trophy for a game called Stardew Valley, mm. which if you're familiar with a game called Stardew Valley, it's it's a very calm, very very fun, very easygoing farming simulator. You have a farm, you get to grow crops, you can take care of animals, you can make friends with the townsfolk, and just get to enjoy a nice cozy life. It's very <laughs> successful, very popular, gotcha. and was made by one guy. Wow. Um, yeah, made by, by one, one particular uh, fellow. But despite it being this cozy, easygoing game, it actually is one of the rarest platinum trophies that I have on my list mm. because of one particular trophy. They, within, this, within this game, there is another game. Uh, it's there's a, an arcade that you can oh. go to in in the town, and this arcade game is a a what we in the in the business call a a twin stick shooter. So you you use your just your your two sticks on the gamepad on the controller. One of them moves you around. The other one determines the direction that your bullets go in, and you have to not only beat this game, which is really really challenging as far as games go twin stick shooters go but you have to beat it without dying without taking any damage and it's a source of incredible consternation for a lot of people who really enjoy stardew valley because sometimes i will play a game and go you know i really enjoyed this game and as a way to like i don't know prove to the developers or prove to myself that like i really enjoyed this game i want to get all of the trophies i want to get all of the trophies in this game because i think that this game deserves it it deserves me seeing everything that there is to see and there are some people who are sitting at this like 98 percent complete because of this one game and they're very frustrated because it doesn't fit with the rest of the game the game is supposed to be this nice easygoing farming simulator and if i want to complete the game and just you know enjoy that i've completed this game that i've put hundreds of hours into i have to do this thing that i don't care about at all and hmm. you know people people are were frustrated to the point where they actually petitioned the developer wow. to remove the trophy <laughs> or just the trophy from the game and it it, it didn't go anywhere but it's like you, there are forums and, and boards dedicated just saying like, hey, why does this exist? Like, what am I, what am I supposed to do? How can I do this? Because I, I just, I want to complete this game and, I, and I, I feel bad that I can't, but I'm not good at shooters. Or I'm not good at this particular genre of game. Right. So. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. It reminds me of, I don't even know what game I played as a youth. It might have been SpongeBob SquarePants the movie. <laughs> there would be like little ways that you could go into other parts of the game and play a different game mm. that like wasn't mm-hmm. related to it. And sometimes those would be the most difficult. But that is just me speaking at my very, very limited experience with video games. Um, but mm. I'm curious, Alex, that last point that you were making was on the developers putting those things in there, trophies that feel out of place. But I feel like you started to touch on, it sounded like you started to touch on how like the gamers could get it wrong. Like, is there anything that gamers like focus on too heavily that is actually like, you know, unhealthy when it comes to trophies? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, if we flip this around, that's, that's most of the points there on that side. Um, I, I will admit to being one of these people on occasion Gamers can get it wrong by allowing the trophies to ruin or stop you from enjoying mm-hmm. a game. There are games that I haven't finished because I got partway through and then realized, oh man, if I'm going to get the platinum trophy for this game, I'm going to have to do this very complicated series of tasks. I'm going to have to do this thing that either I don't want to do mm-hmm. or 
I know that I can't do that because that's beyond my my skill set and it's just completely eliminated my enjoyment of the game. Yeah. Like I don't want to go back and play it because I'm like, oh, well, what's the point? Even if I complete it, I'm going to know that I never got the platinum trophy for that. Right. Um, and when it's something that's so, like supposed to be giving you like satisfaction and sense of achievement and self-esteem, right. but you're left with like frustration and desperation, <laughs> like that's a major mm-hmm. bummer. <laughs> and it kind of sounds right. like that's just really like up to the gamer to like, be intentional with what you focus on there. Like know when mm-hmm. to like almost let it go and then know when it's almost right. worth persevering. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's, yeah. Narrowing in on the focus is, is one of the things okay. that we'll talk about when we look at how to get it right. Get it right. And I'm, I'm glad that you jumped on that because it'll, it'll serve as a nice segue and we'll definitely touch on okay. that. Uh, touch on that later. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it Gamers can definitely get it wrong by allowing those trophies, allowing those achievements to ruin the enjoyment of the game, whether that is stopping them from enjoying the game because they see that the list is difficult or maybe allowing the trophy list to spoil certain aspects of the Mm. game. Some people will look at the lists ahead of time to say, hey, is this a game that I want to play? Is this a game that I think I can get the trophies for? And then accidentally spoiling a big event because it says like they're in the trophy, like this trophy is awarded for fighting this character mm. or for getting to this point in the story and then you realize oh okay i just like spoiled a twist mm. or i spoiled something and now i maybe don't want to play the game because i've, I've ruined something there um, or straight up some people who just play games like you mentioned earlier for the trophies they don't enjoy the game they're just there for the achievement they're there for the for the tick they're there for the release of dopamine when they hear that sound or when they see that number go up and they'll play games that actively frustrate them because they're just there to get the trophy, and that's right. and that's it. Right. Um, so you definitely can get it wrong in in that seats in that sense. And I would be interested for your opinion on this actually, because now, like, I just had a thought in my head: playing games, knowing that it's going to make you frustrated. Mm-hmm. You could reword that into maybe the following definition, and I want you to tell me what this sounds like okay. to you. Continuing to pursue an activity. Despite the negative consequences of the activity, uh, what, what, what does that remind you of, former prevention educator Trish <laughs> Well, Wetzel? Alex, that sounds like the NIDA, National Institute on Drug Abuse, definition of addiction. <laughs> precisely. Precisely. So uh, I, that was one of the things in my brain choosing this topic for today yeah. because I feel like there are definitely some parallels okay. here. Um, that we could talk about. And do you have any initial thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I do think that it sounds like something that um, could be, and I really, really don't want to use this term to sound like harsh, but like if you if you have this pattern of behavior that is happening, right? And we see this with mm-hmm. addictions, it's kind of become self-deprecating if you're like, well, I know I'm going to go down this road, but I'm going to do it anyway. Right. And there is kind of like, right. you're starting to lose the self-control over it. That's how I can see it becoming mm-hmm. a problem versus someone who's like, well, I, I did this and it was really a bummer. And oh, I, I did spend way too much time on that. And, and maybe I did get frustrated, but next time I'm going to make sure that I just enjoy the game and I'm using my time like wisely and valuably and getting out of this what Mm. I really want so it's kind of like you know just like we say with alcohol people can be drinkers without really being addicted to alcohol um and I Mm. think the same obviously goes for video games um so that's just my like kind of outside perspective from what you were saying Hmm. okay I like that okay I like that Um, the other way that gamers can get it wrong, and I'll, I'll try to wrap this up as, as quickly as I can, because I know that we've had a lot of good conversation, but I want to make sure that I'm, I'm keeping you this on You know what? Do this, Alex, then um, we'll take an ad break. I like the sound of that. Um, this goes back to that developer issue of trophies for the sake of getting trophies. Um, those kinds of games can lead to arguments within the gamer community. One of the reasons why I love games is how they can bring people together. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends that I have met through the course of either playing games or trying to work together to get achievements or trophies in games. And within these communities, there can be arguments over the concept of trophy inflation. What do trophies matter if I can go and get a hundred of them by the end of the day because of these games that make that their sole purpose is to make that happen, Mm. you know? Um, are those games worth it? You know, what do I think of people who play those games? Does that mean that trophies are worthless now? Um, Interestingly enough, there are websites and, and boards that keep track of 
numbers, these these particular numbers, who has the most trophies, who's gained them the fastest. And mm. for some of those people, like getting a spot on that leaderboard maybe used to mean something. I'm on the spot on the leaderboard because I'm skilled at games. And as more of these games come out that let you get these platinum trophies or get these achievement scores easily, um, you know, it then becomes a conundrum for those people. Like, do I play these games in order to keep my spot? Because now I have to. In order to compete, I have to degrade or debase myself, you know, and and step into Mm -hmm. this. Or do I, you know, give up on this pursuit or this passion maybe of of beating and achieving these types of things? And, uh, you know, it can it can lead to unhealthy competition. Yeah. You know, people maybe, de- again, devaluing their own achievements or devaluing the achievements of others because of the inflation of, of these mm. achievements. I think what's interesting about that is it's like it kind of has the opposite effect when you take this too far in in the the kind of healthy way of going about this, the ways that people get it right. I am looking forward to hearing that after the break. But what we kind of said in the beginning, why it's important is it can build up self-esteem. And it sounds like when you can get too wrapped up in this, the ways that you can get it wrong Mm -hmm. is like the opposite, where it actually degrades your self-esteem because it's all about competition and comparison. Right. Yeah. I I wanted to make one quick comparison. When you were talking about this, how it's like there can be a sense of enjoyment and it brings people together. And, you know, even a quick dose of dopamine rush isn't totally unhealthy. It reminded me of food and how food is healthy Mm. for a lot of people, but people can be addicted to foods (laughs) and like kind of like, you know, playing the game, like you were saying, just for the sake of the trophy and not really caring about the rest of the experience. It's like, you know, eating food just for the rush of dopamine that it gives you because you're like maybe addicted to sugar versus focusing on like the nourishment and just the enjoyment of the food. So I do think we can see parallels to other sorts of like addictions or let's just call them unhealthy behaviors um and it it makes you think that like you know all these things are not quite that different even if like people have these different issues for different things they're, they're really not all that different um so i am definitely excited to hear more about how to get it right after the ad break any final closing thoughts before we uh leave our listeners to our ad uh no not for now just Stay tuned. We'll see you back in a bit. When you create a podcast, you're not just starting a show. You're setting off on an adventure. And while you may not have a fellowship, a guild, or an army backing you up, you can stride confidently, knowing you're equipped with Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor is your sword, your shield, your bow and axe, every tool you need to make a podcast in one place. And there will be no begging on street corners or playing for coin in taverns because Anchor will match you up with noble patrons automatically with no minimum listenership required. The time is now, adventurer, so do not tarry. Gear up with Anchor and begin your journey today. Welcome back to Kofla. It's you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, nice. I like that. We are here. We'll we'll make that part of the thing. Trish. We are here And Alex. And Alex is going to provide us with a little bit of insight. We've been chatting about trophies as it pertains to these achievements within video games. And he shared a little bit about how to get it wrong, which really, for the most part, it's when it comes down to focusing too heavily on them in a way that it makes the game not fun or enjoyable. It makes it too difficult. It kind of takes away from the other objectives of the game or the other um, benefits of it. Um, And in, in ways of the gamer and when it becomes just too much of a stress, frustration, or competition. So, Mm. Alex, why don't you tell us how developers and gamers can and should get this right to kind of maybe have a better experience? Mm. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so on the developer side of things, the the people who make the games, I think it would be interesting if there was a way for players to provide feedback. And if there is a way to do this currently, it's not anything that Mm. I've heard of. And you would have heard of it, I would think. I, I feel like I would have, given the channels that yes. I follow. Um, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, taking player feedback into account when developing these trophies, like, you know, what kinds of trophies do you feel good about? Which ones are frustrating? Which ones, you know, shouldn't exist? And, and maybe using that as a, as a way to move forward. And yeah, I mean, I, it, I feel like that particular thing can only be a positive because, you know, it brings yeah. the players and the developers closer together and, you know, the developers are giving the players something that they want and the players are supporting a developer that they know listens yeah, to them, which Yeah, it's going to be a better for consumerism and it's going to be mm. a more enjoyable experience for those using the game. So I, I can see it right. as positive absolutes. Yeah. Um, a, a step on that same direction, having some kind of standard and, and thinking about this, I have no idea what this would look like, but I thought of some kind of either like gaming counts, council or like a, a, and I say trophy weighting as in like you weight grades, or you, you weigh grades in high school, like certain classes maybe are weighted as they, they count more towards your grade than others. Um, so there's, there's some kind of third party or, or gaming council that adjudicates these games and says like, all right, you know, this is very clearly like, a gimme plat. This is a game that's designed to give a lot of score, so like it's not going to be worth as much. It will still count, but it won't be worth as much because it's it, it's not as much of a challenge. Mm. Um, and honestly, I, I can see that being a more difficult solution because you know gamers are a very diverse group of people. There are games out there for for everyone. And to some people, maybe the challenge of the trophy is what makes it exciting for them. For other people, you know, maybe maybe they'll feel bad that their game, their casual farming simulator that they enjoy so much, doesn't count as much because it's you know not as challenging. So, challenge and enjoyment coming from trophies, I feel mm -hmm. like that could be a very subjective thing. Yeah. So, if there was a good way to to govern that kind of thing, then. Yeah, you know, maybe it'd be worth looking into, but I have a, a quick uh, question, Alex. Yeah. Um, sure. You had mentioned like with the um, Stardew game, if you don't achieve that one trophy, it's left at ninety eight percent. So are all of these mm -hmm. games like left technically unfinished unless you get these trophies? So you can. I guess it, it depends on what you mean by finishing the game. So if you play Stardew, okay, you can finish the game and i'm putting that in air quotes for for the for the listeners here uh you can finish the game and, and beat the story for instance you can get to the point where you've you've done everything that you can do but if you play it on a platform that tracks those achievements like on pc there's steam and steam tracks those achievements mm -hmm. i didn't actually i didn't mention that earlier and i i probably should have because pc gaming is is a huge demographic mm. um but on playstation on uh xbox for, you can for beat all the, the game, audience members then... who are maybe a little bit naive like myself, PC stands for personal computer. So we're talking about computer yes, gaming. Yes, yes. <laughs> computer gaming. Thank you, Trish. I appreciate yep. that. Um, so you can beat the game and you don't have to worry about this particular thing. But then in your list of trophies or your list of achievements, that achievement list or trophy list will always read like 98%. Mm -hmm. So like, you know... You can it can be assumed that you've still beaten the right, game. Right, it's like you've played the game, but then you'll have that knowledge of like, oh man, this list <laughs> right. is so close, and I'll you know. It's like mentally you can technically ignore it, but there's always going to kind of be this physical indicator that it's not full fully complete. Okay, right. that would be an interesting right. way of like, what if we if we do away with that? It's almost like in the social media world. Um, Instagram did this, and I don't know if it's still a thing. I think it is, where like it would show the amount of likes a thing has, and then they kind of did mm. away with it for a little bit and just said like certain names, and you had to click on it to see how many likes. But it's like, wow. which wow. then I think they kind of now reverted back to you can see how many likes. But I think the intention behind what that was that people wouldn't be, you know, seeking that gratification from the number. And it's kind of like this. It's like right. people could technically finish it, but like there's always going to be that lack of technical achievement from the number, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And actually, that was another another proposed solution okay. in air quotes of just not having yeah. them. You know, like what what if you just get rid of trophies? You get rid of achievements. And in my notes here, I have it even written down. Like there's there's problems with that in itself. That's it's not a perfect solution. Um, and you know, I get, would that actually fix anything? Because, like you've said, like this is this concept is 
not relegated specifically to gaming. You know, there are other other aspects, other activities that have ways of measuring yourself against yeah. other people. And we've seen that maybe just taking away that standard of measurement officially, is that going to change mm-hmm. anything? Is that just going to make people upset at the person who made that decision? And, you know, likely might result in just less official ways of measuring it, you know? Mm. Um, so it... I don't know. Right, like people in my own experience kind of will always seek out that gratification or that way of right. like labeling it probably anyway potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you risk alienating people who, you know, pursue that in a healthy medium, yeah. you know. Um so like it, it, I guess it, I don't know if maybe this is the best example. Um, but it would be like getting rid of alcohol completely and I know that like abolition or abolition prohibition um, prohibition <laughs> thank you the wrong the wrong ish in there um yeah prohibition <laughs> yeah. uh you know what did that actually do did, did it actually solve the problem no it just created more problems right. like it, it solved one problem in air quotes but then created a whole host of mm. other problems and didn't really solve the problem so uh yeah I, I think on the developer side i think the best method would be to just solicit that player feedback mm-hmm. and you know work together with the people playing the games to make trophies that they're going to enjoy. Yeah. You know what? Any video game developers who love our ice cream, use cream podcast, who are listening right (laughs) now to co-flop today, I think you should take this into account. Listen to your consumer. 100%. Yes, (laughs) totally. The the one I speak for, I'm the Lorax. I speak for the gamers. (laughs) So, Um, and on the gamer side of things, I was just going to say, Alex, tell us how gamers can get it right. Because it's likely that there are people who are listening, who are on that, that side and they want to know maybe how to do this in the most healthy, effective way um, and Mm -hmm. in the way that's really going to benefit them the most. Right. I think a lot of these are going to boil down to some of the solutions that you proposed when we were looking at how people get it wrong. And it's going to boil down to personal preference. And I feel like a lot of these things aren't, this isn't going to be the first time that you hear this, Trish, and this isn't going to be the first time that our listeners even hear this, because these are the same things that you hear, again, when dealing with technology, when dealing with any other kind of competitive or comparative Mm -hmm. medium. Um, But, I mean, knowing and measuring by, by your own standard, you know, just because somebody else has a bigger list, just because maybe you don't agree with it, you know, measure by your own standard. I'm, I will relate this to my own struggle as a gamer in the way that you often do with your journey mm. as a health coach. <laughs> um, I struggled with that for a time. I have a friend who I tried to get into trophy hunting and, and playing because I wanted a partner. I wanted somebody that I could rely on to help me with some of those things that require other people. And he very much jumped into the mindset of, oh, well, I'm going to try and and beat you and get a higher number than you. And I'm going to resort to these games that give the, you know, these trophies and numbers to you very, very quickly. And that, that was frustrating. It was very frustrating to me because in my brain, it was like, okay, listen, like hunting for achievements, hunting for trophies is something that means something to me. And this feels like, again, like you're cheapening it. It feels like you're, you're ruining it kind of mm. a thing. But I, I've, I've, I've had my come to Jesus moment, I guess. <laughs> In, in even in a more recent time than, than maybe I'd like to admit. Uh, but other people are going to have bigger numbers. Other people are going to think their own thoughts regardless of what I do. So when I look at my list, when I look at other people's lists, I just need to measure by my own yeah. standard. You know, maybe they have a bigger number, but hey, if I look at their list, then I will judge their accomplishments and, you know, accordingly mm. kind of a thing. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to go into this with the knowledge that I'm doing what I think I should be doing. Mm. I'm playing games the way that I think they should be played, and that's okay. It, it's not the way that everybody thinks, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm finding the joy in the way that I choose to find yeah. it. Um, and so I guess that idea of knowing and measuring by your own standard and maybe just being less judgy, mm. which I know is easier said <laughs> than done, but, you know, so so what? Somebody else has more than you or they they did it easier than you. I ultimately... Ultimately, who cares? I feel like a dad saying that, but ultimately, <laughs> what's what's the what's the deal? right? What's the... Well, and I think that's really good advice. I can't remember exactly what you just said before this, but these are like great things to take away for life in general. Like, find joy right. in the way that you find joy. Just kind of sometimes just look at it at face value. Like, who cares? 
be less judgmental, mm. right? <laughs> just find mm-hmm. what what right. brings you that that sort of enjoyment and accomplishment. Right. Uh, and finally, I, I think this could relate again to that idea of addiction, mm-hmm. uh, but recognize, like, keep an eye out and judge yourself. Recognize maybe when you think it's getting to an unhealthy uh, limit. Mm. Uh, I know that, that was definitely something that I, I had to figure out for myself because I realized, like, hey, listen, I'm playing games that I don't enjoy or I'm not enjoying games that I used to enjoy. And this is affecting me in a way that I really wish that it didn't. So what is my happy medium? You know, how how can I solve this? Because I don't want it to ruin gaming. Yeah. Gaming is something that I really enjoy. And uh, I actually ended up purchasing a Switch um, because while Nintendo does have its its points, its, its E points kind of thing, it's much less noticeable and definitely not as publicized as other systems so i use that as maybe my step away from Mm. it when i realize that things are getting to be too much or if there's a game that maybe i really want to play and i'm just worried about the trophies or i'm worried that it could affect it in that way then i'll try to find it on a system where i don't have to worry about it so i'll get it on the switch instead of on the playstation or on the computer because then i can just enjoy it without having that reminder of like oh you know this trophy popped or this achievement happened and I wasn't really trying to do that but now I'm aware of it again Mm. I was trying to forget about it and now it's in my face Um, so you know recognize what your limits are Mm. and when you reach those limits have have something to fall back on have a plan no you're not no you're not (laughs) love it video gamer and prevention educationer educationer (laughs) educator Alex coming into play here um, right. I love that. Know your no, know yourself, have something to fall back on, kind of know your limits and recognize when you're getting to a state of, of frustration with this. Um, so mm. I, I love this, Alex. I think it's almost time for our final scream. But I want to know before we get to that point, do you have any final words when it comes to how people can get it right when it comes to trophies? Mm. I I think we have covered it pretty well and I I wish that there was more of a and maybe this is just the competitive gamer coming out in me uh, but I wish that there was more of a definitive thing Um, but I think games much like our bodies and health journeys are all different you know we all we all have different things that are going to work for us and maybe there there is no one way to get it right you know it boils down to knowing yourself Mm. and I guess boils down to those social emotional learning skills of of self-awareness you know recognizing what is and isn't going to work for you recognizing when you need to take those breaks and uh you know when you can when you can keep pushing right so i love that be aware be aware it's very subjective but it's good to know yourself that was a that was a great way to sum it up I well, thanks. I, I really Old like habits it. Habits die hard, yes, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you are definitely speaking from experience in the teaching world when it comes to this mm. motivational speech you just gave. Um, and here's what I have to say: you did really good job explaining this to me. So I don't have too okay. many questions specifically about trophies, but I do have like okay. a lot about video games. Do you mind okay. if I no, share those and we do that with our final scream? absolutely okay let me get my timer up final scream brought to you by trish i will be giving alex is it 20 seconds indeed indeed it is 20 seconds to answer a rapid fire question from myself and he has to sum it up in 20 seconds or less are you ready alex Mm -hmm. I I am. I am i'm excited for this part i i want to know what it's like to be in the hot seat okay are you ready I okay, am. first final scream question, Alexander Rodriguez. What is your favorite color? My favorite color. <laughs> April Fool's. <laughs> Just kidding. I would like to know uh, what's your favorite I, color. I, I, my favorite color is green. Uh, second favorite color by a very close margin is purple. A yes, nice deep indeed. Purple. You are a purple man. Yeah. I like it. And green, the jacket, I think speaks to that. Alex has wore a green jacket for a long time. Okay, final scream question number two, the first real number one. Mm-hmm. Alex, do you know when the first video game was invented? Ooh, okay. So I don't know when it was, but I I could hazard a guess as to what it was. I think the first video game was Pong. Mm. 
but I couldn't tell you when. I think that was one of the first, like, you know, you're playing a game in a virtual setting. Gotcha. Ooh, that was right around 20 seconds. You did okay. <laughs> I I felt the urge to, like, well, maybe I could, you know, vamp and talk about this a little bit more. But I was like, wait, so no, it's Pong. I would have guessed Pac-Man. I would have guessed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you th- do you have an air like would it was it probably around like the the seventies nineteen seventies or I would say okay. yeah yeah it would have had to have been around gotcha there. Yeah. okay next final scream question um, which system do you know is most successful PlayStation Xbox or Nintendo do you know oh okay so between the th- oh man. I hope this isn't me being biased, but out of the three of those, I would say either PlayStation or Nintendo. There are a lot of factors to base that on, which makes that a difficult question. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I know it's sort of a subjective one too, but I wanted to get your two cents. Uh, But you know what? I was gonna. I was probably gonna guess the same thing because Xbox is a bit newer, correct? So it's it is a bit newer. Yeah, then the other two, you have like Nintendo has the original like Nintendo Entertainment System and then the Super Nintendo, uh, the PlayStation 1 is a little bit older, uh, whereas like the Xbox, I think the first Xbox didn't really come out until like PlayStation 2 era. Okay. Um, yeah, but like, so if you, if you look at it in terms of like units sold, like consoles sold, for instance, okay. uh, I feel like... Yeah, PlayStation or Nintendo would probably be up there. The Switch has done really, really mm. well. Um, later versions of the PlayStation have have definitely outsold, um, you know, Xbox, for instance. Uh, that being said, even as a PlayStation fanboy myself, and I'm I'm doing that thing that you do where I'm continuing to answer the question. <laughs> but I'm after letting the you because I, you, I totally do this. <laughs> um, there are things that be because Sony has like over the last couple of generations as it as it relates to Sony versus Microsoft because like it that that's really what it is. Nintendo does its own thing. Mm. Like the Nintendo games, people go to Nintendo for a very specific thing. So while Nintendo is competing with the PlayStation with the Xbox, it's a different kind of competition than between the Xbox and the PlayStation. Mm. And over the last two generations, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, um, I feel like in all of those instances, Sony has come out on top above Microsoft. Gotcha. Okay. But looking from the inside outside, they're starting to get a little too content and like because it's like oh well Sony's you know the top dog and you know they they're they're growing a little bit too comfortable and Microsoft has been doing some really interesting things in the meantime to appeal more to gamers and to make their systems more appealing and to and in my opinion put gamers first mm. which i think is is great so like in the past i've always been a PlayStation guy immediately but for this generation i was like you know do i want to get an xbox instead mm-hmm. like should i consider that or do i want to get both eventually when i can afford it or like you know i i'm i'm considering the other side more than i ever have okay. because this competition is driving them to do better things gotcha so next next generation it it could be a flip flop who knows really, we just really might good. have to do another yeah. interview in 5 years we i don't know when this might. next generation is but yeah <laughs> Interesting. Hopefully not for a really long time. (laughs) Okay, next final scream question. In 20 seconds or less, can you sum up what Mm -hmm. a virtual reality game is? Sure. Uh, So virtual reality is designed to go beyond looking at a screen uh, and provide other types of stimulation. So bringing the game around you in 360 view or maybe sensory things or, you know, of other ways of stimulating. Wow, that was just 15 seconds, and that sounded Oof, like an oh, advertisement man, for, for sure virtual reality. Over. So you did good with that. <laughs> you did good with that. Okay, only two more final scream questions. I am just really curious to know this next one, Alex, and I'll give the preface that when I was, like, growing up and my brother and his friends and my cousins would be playing, like, I don't know, Nintendo Mario games, um, these would come mm-hmm. up a lot, and I feel like it was other games, but it might have been Nintendo. Um, I am oh. not sure. We were kind of a Nintendo family, but do cheats mm-hmm. still exist where you can, like, look up the cheat on how to do the game? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of cheats originally were, like, developer codes that they left in the game either intentionally or by mistake. And nowadays, you don't see mm. as much of them. And I'll, I'll leave it at that for the, for the 22nd answer. Yeah. It, 
it does get complicated because the definition of cheat has changed a little okay. bit. Okay. Uh, where like that old thing of like putting in codes in like, you know, the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, you know, A, B, start, select kind of a thing, like the Konami code. Those types of things don't really exist okay. as much anymore. Uh, but now it's like going into what we call the console command. So like you can open up like the developer console or you're like typing in, adjusting certain lines of code kind hmm. of thing. So it, I guess the answer is yes, especially on PC okay. where like more modding and things can happen. Um, but it looks a little different. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Final, final screen yeah. question. And I am going to be strict on this one. You can only have 20 seconds. Okay. okay? Oh, Alex. Okay. All right. That's fair. What does this have to do with ice cream? <laughs> I was hoping that would come up. Um, yeah. So, I mean, video gaming can relate to ice cream because uh, there are games that allow you to step into the role of a chef where you could create things like ice cream. And some of those games that allow you to prepare and serve food are among my favorites. Very nice. You did good. You did good. Thank you. I Thank like you. it. <laughs> well, you know what? Thank you all for listening to this very, very special episode. I really yes, enjoyed learning one. from you, Alex, hearing about your passion, but also knowledge so that I could learn some more about this. Um, and I really hope that everyone did find some value in this. Um, <laughs> since this is a special episode led by you, Alex, I will let you leave us with any final parting thoughts. I think my, my final parting thought is going to be that I have a, a greater respect for uh your role in this exchange is like, oh man, this is going to be great. I'm going to get to talk more. I'm going to get to talk about, not that I don't get to talk a lot, <laughs> I'd like, but I'm going to have more useful things to say because it's coming from a topic where I feel like I have more to add. And with that, it does bring up its own host of challenges because there is that element of passion and saying enough that you feel like you've done it justice while keeping it concise definitely is difficult. And you know, getting lost in that expert knowledge of like, I'm saying these things that to me make perfect sense, but to somebody else, you know, may not. And having to hold myself back from using like too many of the gamer terms or like explaining <laughs> things that, you know, was a struggle. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I, I appreciate my role as being the guy who doesn't have to do as much <laughs> prep and just gets to come in and, and, and have a little yeah. fun and keep it, keep it well, chill. Well, I'm so. glad to hear uh, But I appreciate the opportunity sure. to hijack the podcast Yeah, today. Yeah, well, I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, listeners, why, why don't you let us know? Leave a, leave a review, leave a comment, um, rate this episode. If you really like and you want to hear more, we might just have to do a follow-up. Who knows? Let us know. Uh, if you have any other questions, you can definitely reach out to us. Um, but I think that sums it up for our episode on what's mm -hmm. up with trophies anyway. Thanks for listening to CoFlop, the pro gamer podcast. Our podcast is co-produced by Alexander Rodriguez and Trish Whetstone. Our theme was composed by I Am Fowler and used by licensing provided by Artlist.io. Our logo was created by Trish Whetstone and Alexander Rodriguez. If you love what you're hearing, leave a review and hit subscribe. For all the latest in gaming news, connect with at This Is Not A Real Instagram on Instagram or visit This Website Probably Isn't Real.com. Thanks so much for listening and happy April Fools.